Hi and welcome to this week's Three Legs Four Wheels F1 podcast. It's Paul here with Sean, Chris, Lee. No Dan this week. Get well soon. Yes. Yes. Sick Dan. <laughs> and not well as well. Exactly. <laughs> I think he's kind of got some sort of I don't know boredom sickness after Baku. Maybe or, or or sympathy pains with the people who did the London Marathon because he forgot to enter. Oh, that that could that could be it. Yeah. yeah. Although he does have his um, hundred mile psychotic bike ride coming up in uh, in a couple of months. I'm not going. I'm glad he is. Yes, we'll, we will send him as the official representative of the podcast. Yeah. Um, I did put a link on the Facebook page if anybody wants to um, donate some fundraising for yeah, absolutely. cancer support, which it's a charity that um, I personally have got a lot of time for because likewise yes. my, my yeah. relatives have used mm-hmm. had to use their services sadly of course one in three people one in three people are gonna it's like, more than that now like that is it more than that mm-hmm. yeah crazy so yeah it's um it's a very good cause if you get get a chance have a look on the facebook page and um if you've got a spare couple of quid donate it down yeah, way. throw it in he's doing it he's doing a hundred mile bike ride so we don't have to exactly <laughs> <laughs> Um, right, Formula One. Azerbaijan Grand Prix. Wasn't the classic that we've seen the last couple of years. Yeah. No, it wasn't anywhere near as psychotic as the F2 races suggested it was going to yeah. be. We've been spoiled, haven't we, with Baku the last couple of years. It's been so good that y- you come to expect it, and then when it doesn't happen, it yeah. feels like a bit of an anti-climax. Well, 2016, the first race when it was the European Grand Prix was terrible. And then the two Azerbaijan Grand Prix we've had since They've then been have, been, have been amazing. <laughs> but then this year's... It wasn't. I wouldn't say it was a, a particularly terrible race, like a procession or anything. It just wasn't. It wasn't as explosive as I think. Yeah. We, the, the, including like the weekend leading up to the race as well had been so eventful There'd that been we all shenanigans, hadn't there? Yeah, we all thought that we were in for another incident-strewn race, and we just weren't. The all the incidents happened around and before, mm. rather yeah, than it was, all, it was all sort of incidented out by the yeah. end of qualifying. I mean, start, starting on Friday with the uh, with losing FP1 or everything by the first sort of, 12 minutes of FP1 mm. with the drain covers. Um, apparently, they can't weld them down because they're cast iron and you can't weld cast iron. This is true. I know that. Yeah. To be a fact. So they had to go around and make sure that they were all screwed down properly. And there was 320-some drain covers mm. on the whole of the circuit that they, wow. had to, uh, that they had to check. So I can see, I can see why FP1 didn't happen and, of course, that. I mean, F two qualifying. Back Williams is luck, though, isn't it? That the George there. Russell, oh. would, George Russell would go over the one that that, that was perhaps a little bit loose. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was Charles Leclerc, wasn't it? That loosened at first. He went it? over, yes. yeah, and yeah. You saw you saw it move, and then mm. George came over, and you right. saw it destroy his car. Yeah, just just like Monaco a couple of years ago when um, Kimi drove over the drain cover, loosened it, and yeah. it flew backwards into Jensen's that front was wing. So lucky, but that was a full. Yeah. In airborne, yeah, yeah actual manhole, yeah. yeah. well, that wasn't quite the, the the one in Monaco was worse than what we saw in Azerbaijan. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, to be perfectly honest, I think people uh, like media wise went a bit overboard about the Azerbaijan thing. You know, it's a, I mean, it's, it's a thing that can't you, you don't want to happen, mm-hmm. but it's not like it was the first race. It's not like they don't know how to put the race on. You know, yeah, so yeah. yeah. I, I think there was a bit of sensationalism about it all. But of course, everyone uh, everyone lost track time on the Friday, mm-hmm. um, which is what yeah. I think is going to happen in twenty twenty one. By the way, I think they're going to scrap the, the a practice by the sounds of it. I don't I don't think they are because they're going to want to maximise the amount of track time. If they scrap a practice, they'll probably only make they'll only make it a two day event. Don't forget the only um, 
Yeah, but I don't. I don't think you can consider practice an event. The problem is though, they, the um, F one themselves and the promoters mm-hmm. want paying people. Oh in the yeah, I'm sure there might be something for three days. But if there's nothing to watch on track, that's not going to get. There people might be something else to do in the stands. There might be something else to they do. Are. Oh no, you'll still get a practice. You'll get a Friday practice, but you're going to get one practice. Don't forget, the only reason there's two free practices um, on the Thursday is because. Oh, sorry, on the Friday is because the um, it was the limited in-season testing. Now the teams have got in-season testing, so there's the, the excuse for needing the testing during the race weekend isn't there anymore. Yeah, but those back going back to those days as well, you had Sunday morning warm-ups, didn't you? Uh, as well as not when not when they brought that in, because they, they, you're talking modern history, aren't you? When they when they got rid of the in-season testing. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, when they when they did have in-season testing, you also had Sunday morning warm-ups and things oh, like yeah, that. Oh yeah, so, but I I think you so you there was there was see... no need for so many test sessions, but but what a simple way to cut costs. You know, you talk about well, I mean, the re- well, the re- replaced the Friday qualifying session with mm. a second practice. Mm. I mean, that was a long, long time ago. Though. I mean, we're going back, what, 20 years, 20 yeah. plus years? Well, actually, Nin- um, yeah, 95, 20, I yeah. think it was the last Friday qualifying. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, I reckon they'll get rid of the f- one free practice on the Thursday, if not um, uh, uh, Friday, yeah, yeah, Friday, if not practice on the Friday. But I, re- I, re- I think you'll get a shakedown sort of like one practice and they'll get rid of one of the sessions to save money. No, I can't, I, I can't see them doing it because you know making it less appealing will get less people. It's R- Ross through R- the R- Ross, Ross Braun and Pat Simmons are in favour of getting rid of one of the practice sessions. That would suggest to me. Given, <laughs> we'll, we'll see what they do. Yeah, but given the fact that um, before we talk about the race, what I will give credit for this year is the cars following each other better. And if this is the way Ross Braun is taking Formula One, then it's. He he's moving it in the right direction. So far, so good. Yeah, it it, it doesn't uh, doesn't look too bad. I think one thing one thing that they do need to look at in Baku is um, the quality of marshals. Yeah, <laughs> they could have been better. I mean, you, there are a lot of other circuits on the calendar where they bring the marshals in from Silverstone mm-hmm. and from other circuits, and the Silverstone marshals are usually sort of re- are regarded in Formula One as the best in the business. Yeah. The ones in Baku were just, I don't know, That, that three-car crash towards the end of the, the F2 sprint race that took, what, six minutes for them to clear three cars, none of which were particularly badly damaged. No. They just need crane. And they were the on way. an escape road. Yeah. It was crazy. I, I thought that. Because the, the, they got two laps, did they, at the end of that race? Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't, because I thought, fucking hell, this, this race is going to end under a safety car. This yeah, is it, there mental. Was 11 minutes, I think, to go, wasn't there, when when that incident happened? Yeah. And then they got, like you say, they got the two mm. laps in. And it was only just two laps. I think there was only about 10 seconds left on the clock mm-hmm. when they, so they, uh, were, they were started the first flying yeah. lap back. But for such an obvious place to have accidents and have cars stuck, mm-hmm. where's the crane on that corner? No idea. Yeah, you know, it's. Uh, that, I thought that was particularly weird as well. Mm. Yeah, to to just have one there mm. as well. Yeah, you know, it just it just seems to be really badly organised. And of course, there was the thing with the with George Russell's car not fitting under the bridge. Well, was, yeah, was, the, the truck. Uh, yeah, that, how, yeah. how have it's they not measured stupid, that? <laughs> well, no, he that's um, the truck not lowering its arm mm. down. But you would think that the bridge is a set height. You would know how low you need up to be, or I not. Think, you would. Oh think. yeah, no, I'm sure. I'm sure. He, <laughs> I'm sure he knows how how uh, low it's got to be. But I think it's that's just a complete brain fart on his mm. on his side. You know, he's got a Formula One car in the back of it. It's his time to shine, 
I know. Nah, fucking hell, I didn't job. do the thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just yeah. you had you had one job, mate. Yeah. We've all seen the the one with the crane taking the motorway bridge bridge out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know, yeah. I I, th- I bet it's heroically easy to do. Yeah. I've I've left work with roller buckets on the roof. <laughs> I've not tied ladders onto the roof before and driven off. I yeah. only see them slide Crash. slightly and go, oh, f-. shit yourself, don't Yeah, you? yeah, you do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although I did find myself as being like, arguably Jensen button smooth on the way home because <laughs> I did. I, I was like three miles away from the house and I left a, my dust brush on top of the roof. And it got home fine. And it was on top of the roof when I got home. <laughs> Very good. <That's> impressive. <laughs> Very good. So on to the race then. On to uh, the race itself. And as always, and as I think will be every week this season while they're still on the grid, we're going to start with Williams. Well, yeah. it did look for a small time, didn't it, after Kubica's crash in qualifying that there may not be two Williamses on the grid because they only brought one spare chassis with them and George Russell was already driving it. Yeah. I mean, normally that would be enough, you would think, but... They just had one of those weekends, didn't they, where all the damage seemed to come to them. It was one of those things as well. They didn't know if they had enough spares to fix the car until mm-hmm. they got it back to the garage and looked at it. Well, most teams, you would go, well, that's fine. You know, if, if that was Ferrari, well, you know, when Leclerc mm-hmm. crashed, that, you, there was no question, was there, that, that Ferrari would be able to rebuild that car in time for... No, but it was just a case of if the tub's cracked, wasn't it? If yeah. the tub's yeah. cracked, we do have another tub. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think I think every other team takes two spare tubs. Yeah, it's depressing talking about um, Williams now because one thing I did notice, or what George Russell started to remind me of when he was when he was talking in an interview afterwards, didn't half start reminding me of Martin Brundle. <laughs> yeah, he's. And I do. I really do fear for his career. Well, he, he's very good at being positive, but that's just that shine is just starting to. Yeah. You know, it's, it's new Formula One sort of, yay, enthusiasm is just starting to wane a bit. I can't work it out whether it's good or bad because we know he signed a multi-year deal. Mm. Yeah. So, multi-year deals don't mean anything. No, they don't do mean they? anything. <laughs> like, but uh, if, if Mercedes, but Mercedes aren't going to want another driver for next year because Valtteri is doing his job. Mm-hmm. At the moment, yes. yes. Um, no, he's winning races. He's doing Lewis's job. <laughs> true. Um so Russell needs to be somewhere for next year. Who knows? That he might, but he might get another another drive somewhere on the grid. I find that difficult to believe because regardless of how good his reputation is in Formula One, he doesn't have a teammate to shine against because it appears to be a complete slam dunk and a bit of a joke. Um, well, and what I was going to say, there's there's something that we pointed that I pointed out whilst we were doing the race blog mm. yesterday. George Russell took was it an extra pit stop, a second pit stop? Mm. And Kubica had had a pit stop on a drive-through, and he, Russell still came out of the pits thirty-eight seconds ahead yeah. of Kubica. Even when when Russell, oh, he was obviously going to get past here and there, but through the pit stops, if you notice, he was giving like Albon and um, or oh, Giovinazzi a bit of hassle here and there. You know, and having to be at, at no point did Kubica have to be overtaken. He was just passed very he quickly. Was, no, he was he wasn't there. Yeah. They were getting in and out with the pits before he had any chance of fucking anything for them. But yeah, the the the, uh, <clears throat> the three that started from the pit lane, Raikkonen, uh, Gasly, and and Kubica, mm-hmm. um, was <clears throat> Raikkonen came up on, on on Russell and passed him. Was at the end of lap one or yeah. lap two? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it was in- incredibly quick that the Williams found themselves yeah. at the back. But the one thing you can say well, for Ga- them is Gas- Gasly passed 
Kibitzer on turn two, lap one, because he ran wide. Yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> they got two hard cars home. They got them both home. Yeah. Um, one lap down and two laps down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're not Formula One, are they? Let's be honest. They're more, And they're not even Formula 1.5. Mm-hmm. They're more like Formula 1.8. I also find the... Cupidity. See, this is this. I, I don't. I don't want to get into this mode of just banging on Cubitza because I've already said I don't think he should be there. That hasn't changed. Um, but I'm. It's he doesn't help himself in my eyes by coming up with excuses of like, oh, the car worked on that corner. You know, the car bit, so I I took the corner too tight. That's what that was his excuse for crashing and qualifying. Is that the car worked all of a sudden? And he wasn't prepared for it. Uh. Now I'm not having this, I'm afraid. Like we're, at least when, when, when Sorokin and Stroll were flying off into the scenery because Williams had those aero stall issues. Yeah. Both fucking drivers were doing it. Yeah. yeah. And you can't have the the excuse of oh well, uh, George Russell's car is obviously working better than Cubitz's uh, because George Russell's car was fucking totaled and it was built from spares. Now that you, you, George Russell was out there in the second Williams car. It was essentially what we were we were referring to last there week was as the T of, car. There was bits of that car that were on Jack Fieldnerves Williams. <laughs> <laughs> this is an interesting point. Have we actually, aside from the the grid? The, the 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 drain cover which was in no way his fault have we seen George Russell crash yet I don't think we have no, have we I don't think so he maybe the odd little runoff he spun practice, in but... in preseason testing yeah, yeah but who doesn't no. yeah that's kind of what it's about really, look at look it? how much Vettel spins you know during practice mm. and he's always said like if I'm not spinning it means I'm not finding the limits mm. you know uh, yeah I just I hope that this Torrid Williams doesn't end up being the last. The first and only go in Formula One that George Russell gets. Yeah, I mean, I think he's having a, he's having a good go of it, isn't he? But I mean, much like Pascal Wehrlein and you know what, what's his name, the other one, yeah. they're not getting <laughs> exactly <laughs> Stoffel, Esteban Ocon, I assume. Yeah, Esteban Ocon, that's the one. When they were both when they were both in the manor, you couldn't tell how good either of them were because yeah. manor. Yeah, yeah. Um, but even I think Williams know. are worse than manor. They're in worse shape than manor were in. Um, roughly the same, I think. Um, a few laps down, well, worst driver lineup. No, no, but I think I, I think no, Manor, you were looking at sort of two, um, two and three laps down. Yeah, no, but they, although it was a slow car, it seemed to be a well balanced car. Hence the point that um, the Manor. Let's let's go let's go for this one. The Manor was more stable. Yeah, but the Williams is relatively quicker than the Manor was. Uh, Russell's. Well, I mean, they were two laps down in Baku. Russell was only one lap down. No, Russell was two laps down was as well. They, they were both two I, laps I down. I'm yeah. not sure. They, they, <laughs> but yeah, they, anyway, they were the only two teams to be two laps but down. Two, yeah. two laps, but two laps down for a manor was an achievement at some points during that. Maybe last year. they were yeah. five laps down in Australia, if I remember rightly. Mm. The manners. Yeah, I'm not sure whether that says more about what the rules have done to close the grid off than what. Um, Williams have done making a car. You know, it was, it was a different Formula One back then. But it's it's just there's nothing they can't do anything. It's I I don't get what Williams can get out of this season. The only thing they can do is do is restructure and like have some real positive moves towards some sort of restructuring in the team. But no one seems to be talking about that. Not publicly, anyway. No, I mean, Clyde Williams was in full-on denial mode about the um, Mazepin rumours again yeah. this weekend. Oh, is that back? 
Oh yeah, she. Oh, um, she. Excellent. I think. I think there was some point she was denying it without even being prompted. Oh good. Mm. Yeah, you know, she'd start off um, start off interviews with "Hello, nobody's buying. Nobody's buying us out." <laughs> I'm. I'm safe in my job. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. And I'm coming to the conclusion that it wouldn't be a bad thing if someone did. Sorry. I think it's needed. No, I think you're right. I think it's needed. I, I still like. I still think the idea of bringing Patrick Head back in isn't the the greatest idea. It's not. It's. It might not be the worst idea that's been had for Williams. But you've had um, Rob Smedley in and out. You've had Patrick. Uh, not Patrick Head. Um, Paddy Low. Paddy Low in and out. So this whole idea of bringing that one person back in to solve Williams' problems, it's not a one-person problem. Or if it is a one-person problem, that means the whoever's in charge of those one peoples isn't allowing them to do their job properly. So I don't like. I think it's bringing back the shoutiness, isn't it? You know, bringing back yeah. somebody that, 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 that's a bit scarier. But do they than need shouted at? Somebody needs shouting at. Somebody needs shouting at. But if your shouty man is underneath the person that they need to be shouted at, well, then what's the problem? Yeah. What, what's the point? Yeah, can't shout upwards. Usually, you can shout across and downwards. But I think we can be fairly confident that every race that we go to this season will have Williams at the beginning of the review. Williams will not yeah. score a point this year without <laughs> some drastic shenanigans. I mean, you've got to assume Baku would have been the best opportunity to score points usually because of how many cars would drop out and that that's, that's what they need happened. they need like a wet Monaco Monaco, Monaco or Singapore Monaco seems to be the only sort of real like a wet Monaco well. yeah wet Monaco. Ooh, wet Monaco wet Monaco with Vettel getting pearl and spinning yeah and wiping out wiping out wiping Mercedes out half the field and, and, and both Williams are that far behind but manage not to rosset it yeah they're that far behind they avoid all the carnage <clears throat> yeah mm. yeah uh, what do we got next Renault Oh, oh, Danny, Danny, Danny. Whoops. Yeah, mirror, signal, manoeuvre. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't drive, and even I know that one. Yeah. Mainly, mirror. Tell you what, though, it just shows shows that it's getting to him, doesn't it? Because that was a very unlike Ricardo move. Yeah. I mean, he got two penalty points for that, and they're the only two penalty points he get. He's yeah. got, he doesn't make that kind of mistake but no he hasn't got yesterday. any no. any you know any carrying over from anywhere has he that that's no, the no. only two he had, he had some from australia last year were his mm. last ones that he got and then yeah. he, now he's got another two but how the hell how do you reverse a car and not look like seriously i mean i don't <laughs> i'd be interested to know what he could see out of his cockpit because like well he Formula said he said he didn't are, look he didn't realize Fiat yeah, was there the, which Seems strange. Yeah, you're reversing onto a racetrack. You, you might, need, yeah, you might want to look at Everybody that as well. else that has gone into that went into the runoff area mm. in turn two, um, if they were backing out, looked mm -hmm. because you take that too far, you're on the racing line, you're going to get T burned. Yeah. Exactly. Um, unless. Oh, you, I, don't, I don't think I don't think he'd have been. He knew where he was. He wasn't going to back out onto the racetrack. He didn't know where Kvyat was. Was the issue? That's, yeah. 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 He, he should have looked. I mean, obviously there was one classic example <laughs> yes. of. Um, not reversing out onto mm. the track. If anyone saw the uh, F two qualifying with Rag uh, Ragnarsson, yeah, doing the doing the full Austin Powers ninety seven point turn, yeah. yeah. I think did he need three marshals in the end to help mm. him? Yeah. One of which was telling him like right hand down, oh, left Jesus hand Christ. down. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. good. And then it got worse for him at the end of um, at the end of that because um, he did his in lap, came into the pits, ignored the Weybridge. Wow. <laughs> but and then was then was five seconds per lap off the pace. Let's yeah, let's let's get the train back on board here because I think more interesting than um, both the drivers 
for Renault because I mean I don't even know if Hulkenberg was there I can't remember Hulkenberg, Hulkenberg finished just in front I say just in front he finished in front of the Williamses so it was a really yeah, poor race for Renault race. the interesting thing for Hulkenberg is he said he's not finding any love and harmony from his new car and uh, he's worried that the car might in development wise might be going away from him so I'm wondering whether there's two different stars between Daniel Ricciardo and Hulkenberg is going to see Hulkenberg in ish trouble. Well, that'd be interesting because early season, especially just um, you know just after Australia, mm-hmm. Renault uh, Cyril Abitbull came forward and said it's really refreshing to hear both drivers asking for the same things from the yeah. car because their styles were very similar. Mm-hmm. So if it you know if they are drifting towards one driver more than the other, then that could you know but cause some unsettling. Like, what's going on with Renault? Here? But the, the, prob- the, the shit problem, the shit at the moment. The problem is Ricardo said he can't, he's having trouble getting to grips with the car as well. So the, mm. they seem to have made a car that suits neither of their styles. Well, his, his built pace bad was car. all right, wasn't it? Until yeah, until the crash. Yeah. Compared to Hulkenberg, his pace was much but better. It, it but was compared to Hulkenberg, it was much better. But compared to where Renault should be, it well, wasn't. Yeah. Compared to like McLaren, who also have the Renault power unit. Yeah, and it's like well, Renault spend big money team money mm-hmm. on that car. You know, and the team. And the people in it. Yeah. yeah. So they've recruited loads. They've and gone expanded. They've gone backwards, haven't they? Yeah. You, know, they you have. had it you had a car last year that was constantly in the points, constantly looking like if something happened it might scrape a podium to a car that struggling to get into the If, some, if something happens they might scrape into the points. Yeah. yeah. Um I just I I can see Renault pulling out before 2021, like after next year. I, I hope can, not. I can see that team being sold again. Yeah. They did last time, didn't they? As yeah. soon as it started going not their way, they're like, oh, fuck you it. Can't, you can't. Well, the, the the engine rules aren't changing, so they're going to be upset about that. I, I I think they'll probably stay in the sport as far as an a uh, engine engine manufacturer goes. But what you might see is them folding the team and then keeping um, McLaren and McLaren as their number one engine uh, engine supplied team mm. and supplying whoever buys yeah. Renault that'd be good for McLaren because last time Renault did that it worked out quite nicely for Red Bull yeah, it, yeah it because they became a de facto <laughs> works yeah. 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 this is the thing with uh, what I think people find like go off too much about Renault engines is people seem to forget that the like Renault have had so much success in yep. Formula 1 never usually as a privateer team though Usually, as an engine supplier, yeah. So maybe you know, maybe that's the way forward. But but yeah, very disappointing race for Renault, as you say. I mean, Baku's a bit of an anomaly race anyway. But I mean, to see the Renaults literally so slow. You know, we're talking about the second team here, and we're not we're, we're not just talking about the second team because mm-hmm. Danny Ricciardo retired. We're talking about them being the second team because yeah, they were slow, and Hulkenberg was apart from the Williams, is worst of the rest, which is not something you want to be. But like you said about the McLaren, uh, they were nowhere near the McLarens. You know, they, no. they, they, would, they didn't look to threaten them at all. No, I mean, I, I thought at the start when uh, Ricardo made up two, uh, two or three places, mm. uh, right from the start, it's like, oh, right, he's, um, he's, might got, be getting forward. he's got exhaust. I the same thing. Maybe, maybe this was set up with race pace in yeah. mind rather than qualifying pace. Um, he, he kind of fell off a bit after. I think that was the peak, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, he fell off a bit after happens. about three or four laps, mm-hmm. and then the, then they were both anonymous right up until the point where Ricardo went off. Yeah, yeah, it's just back to the drawing board. What's next? Haas. Ah, Grosjean brake issues. <laughs> 
When, when it's been not, a couple of years, hasn't it? Break issues. Was, yeah. it, was, it re, was it real break issues or was it break issues? Uh, and we might he, change the gearbox. No, he was getting pedaled to the floor. No ah. breaking. The commentator's curse was, was, was magnificently timed, though. We have all 20 cars running, said David Croft. <laughs> At which point, later, No, not, not even that. It was like a second later, Roman Grosjean went, oh, I've got no brakes, and missed the turn completely. Well, I've worked out where the crashing comes from, Roman Grosjean. Because his Twitter account was tweeting during the race. Oh yeah, he's got a person. I what? <laughs> he's, he's got he's got a button on the steering wheel that does it. It's next to the drinks one. So sometimes when he wants a drink, he hits the wrong one and I, tweets by mistake. Fucking, I, I love the idea of having the little bird on one of the buttons. You know, like <laughs> no, you know, like when you get a telly with a Netflix button on it. Yeah. <laughs> like a typed text. Yeah. I, I don't even pay for the WWE network, but I've got a Roku today and it's got a little WWE logo on it and I fucking love it. That's the only reason you bought it, isn't it? No, not really, because I don't really watch wrestling anymore. I think he's protesting too much. Um but yes, Hass again. Um bit of a bit of a sort of languishing weekend, really. Um, Hass are fucked, aren't they? From they they were. can't make the tires work, is their problem. Um drivers they, aren't helping. Well, the team have said it's mm. all tyres is their problem. The the compounds just don't suit the car. So, but is the, isn't this the first year where they had to build the majority of their own car? Uh, the front end is all theirs. The back end's still Ferrari. Yeah, but this this is bad news, isn't it? Yeah, but it's, it's all Hass Aero, though. Yeah. Yeah, but you which, know, if they've got to do more than more and more themselves, mm. which as we were talking with Scarbs, should you'd think would be something that that they'd be good at with the NASCAR experience of building a lump of metal that welds itself to the ground when yes. it's doing 200 miles an hour. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's all... You know, NASCAR use ground effect as well, don't mm. they? Which Formula 1 doesn't really yeah. doesn't really use. But the the problem that, that these teams, Renault and Haas, are facing is that they're on such a tightly packed midfield that anything that's slightly, um, you know... A slight disadvantage becomes a massive disadvantage. Yeah. So I mean, if Haas are struggling with the tires mm. and will be f- until they get whatever issue it is sorted, then they're going to be, or they're going to look a lot worse than they are purely because that midfield pack is so tight. The, the same thing, for Renault. The other thing to remember about Haas is that they are, I believe, personnel-wise, the smallest team. And they also run under the smallest operating budget of any team. Yes, because they outsource practically everything. Yeah, but still, I mean, if you're if if you're still all all that all that is done in the Hass factory is mm-hmm. um, they get assembly, they get the parts in, and they just glue them all together. Yeah, but it's, you you still need the personnel, don't you? So if you, if you've still got like a lower lower funds, mm-hmm. and you're not you haven't got the personnel. I I think I think that's like their operating cost is one of the reasons why they've still got Kevin Magnussen and Roman Grosjean in. The the lack of personnel thing as well probably shows when you get a problem like this because you don't have the personnel then to put their heads together and go right how yeah, do we fix this sort it because you're gonna you're gonna have to speak to about three or four different suppliers yeah you can, mm-hmm. it's all different parts of the car are going to affect what's going on so you yeah. need to get everyone together to put their heads together and if the heads aren't in the same building, exactly yeah it's a bit trickier and i know we, we talk about the drivers quite a lot as well um i think k mag would probably would probably stay in the team one season longer than grosjean until they got a driver in who could actually show how it's that showed up man yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah 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 um while we're on the subject of has um has kind of come second place in social media of the weekend by default. Mm-hmm. Behind Lando Norris. Behind Marcus Ericsson. 
Oh yeah, oh, okay, Marcus yeah, no, fine, yeah. Yeah, Marcus Ericsson yeah. was on amazing mm-hmm. form. Has his tweet? How many safety cars are we going to get this weekend? It was Alfa Romeo. Was it Alfa Romeo? Yes. To which Marcus Ericsson quoted that and said, "I'll decide." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I did. I did quote. Mar- I did tweet Marcus Ericsson asking him if it was him that, that punted Grosjean off when well, he when he, he left the circuit. Marcus Ericsson. Uh, Tweet Grosjean at some point because of something, but saying I was nowhere near you. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Um, I'm I'm meant to be in Indianapolis this weekend doing simulator work. Dot, or dot, am I? Or am I? <laughs> <laughs> what do we got next? Alfa Romeo. Um, rescue drives all round. I think. Great drive from Kimi Raikkonen yeah. Yeah. to rescue to rescue from from a pit lane start. Yeah, pit lane um, points. Yeah, exactly. Point. Yeah, pit lane to point. Uh, Giovinazzi in his first decent-ish race of the year. It was okay. Yeah, it was all right. Was he twelfth? Yeah, twelfth yeah. in the end. Um, qualified, qualified all right. Just had that ten-place grid drop. <clears throat> yeah, for the infamous Ferrari uh, control electronics, mm-hmm. and then which Alpha are now thinking shit. We should have actually replaced it when <laughs> Ferrari and Haas did two races ago. <laughs> and uh, Kimi with his super flexible front wing, yeah. disqualified which, from qualifying. Which, as it turns out. Him and the team knew about in China, but couldn't get a replacement made. Yeah. And he was running an old spec wing. But there's this goes with the uh, penalty for uh, Gasly as well. Apparently, it was like a working thing with Charlie Whiting that when you the the flexi wing mm. only just didn't pass. It wasn't like the Red Bull flexi wing, you know, we where it was miles yeah. past yeah, yeah, bloody time zone. <laughs> Yeah, so it was something like they had that and there was like one millimetre of fuel extra in Gasly's car. Mm-hmm. It was like borderline things. And the working uh, relationship with the with rule guys in Formula 1 used to be if something was in that tolerance level, then Charlie Whiting would come down and say, look, lads, get this sorted for the next race. Yeah, you can't have it. And, ev- and nothing else would be said yeah. if there was no performance advantage from yeah, what yeah. was going on. But now it's just it's slam dunk. It's slam dunk. Which, which was what happened over the uh, the Haas floor issue last but, year because he, get, he gave them two races to get it sorted out, which yeah. they didn't, and then they were open to being protested. And this is also what I said last week about hoping that Formula One wasn't going to go a stupid way with rules because if you, you remember when we were talking about the like people getting penalties, mm-hmm. and I said like, Charlie White was starting to go easier on penalties. I hope we don't see things getting clamped down on more mm-hmm. with new people. And this week we had three pit lane starters and a 10-place grid drop. Not ideal. <laughs> Not really. Um, I mean, obviously the Giovinazzi grid drop, that is using too many components. And that's that was, just a grid. That's oh, well, a normal yeah. grid drop. Yeah, that's, that's a normal, normal grid, grid drop. I mean, that's something where that the team should have done something about in advance. Yeah. Well, yeah, but we're around four. Do you remember when we were getting like grid drops in round two and three? Yeah. 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 So, you know, we're round four to have the first engine penalty. Was it 2015? Do- McLaren had run out of one particular power unit component in both cars by, by the Australia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remember we were joking that first Honda, the first Honda year, yeah, yeah. with that they might have penalties on the second race for a car. Yeah, they were getting like fifty place grid drops and stuff. Like oh that. yeah, that was it's insane. ridiculous. Yeah, because they just replaced the whole lot. Yeah. So to, to for round four to be the first engine penalty, that's okay. I think it's it's better. It's not okay. Yeah, it's it's, n- it's not ideal. Um, it's not great. It's okay. But yeah, Alpha apparently couldn't replace the control electronics in um, in China mm-hmm. because they couldn't fit the design around it. And then Giovinazzi's 
Control Electronics failed again, which kept him out of uh, FP1 there. And then they failed, looked like they were going to fail again this week, so they had to Did replace they it. Did they Huawei have replaced it? See, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to keep a close eye on Giovinazzi as well from now on, like especially right up until mid-season, because I think he might be a slow burner. You know, like, like a driver who's who's not very good at the beginning yeah, of the year. Yeah, he's a little glitches. And slowly just gets better and better. He may not be. He may just... I, I'm going He may be completely overshadowed by Raikkonen. of averages, because... Um, George Russell can't do anything but appears to be solid because he's keeping it on the island. Lando and Albon Pretty both good. appear yeah. to be really good. Yeah. So it's very rare that you get a bunch of rookies that come into Formula One and they're all good. Yeah. So by process yeah. of elimination, he's George crap. Nazi has to be the <laughs> <big weight. laughs> and, al- and also with uh, with Baku being a slight of anomaly race, as I say, it's. Um, you know the anomaly there being Giovinazzi did all right. Yes, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll 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 see you in um, is it Spain next? There's someone, yeah. there's Spain. someone else to talk about later about an anomaly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll see as the season progresses, but I, I kind of hope he's a slow burner. But we'll see. Oh, well, I hope he does well. Just don't think he's going to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but on the on the other side of the garage, Kimi fourth race this season for Alpha fourth points finish. Yeah. You'd have thought putting Kimi in a half decent car and asking him to do nothing else apart from drive it two or three times a weekend, yeah. you get the best results out of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't protect your teammate. Just go out there and drive. Yeah. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. You see, you keep seeing Sebastian Vettel in his moves. Like, do, do I need to move over? When do you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, another another strong weekend for um, for Kimi and, and the Alpha team in general. I'm, when I'm, you when you see where they've come from as as Sauber, yeah, yeah, they still still are the Sauber team essentially, just different name. It's it's a really weird situation with Sauber because you have Alfa Romeo Racing managed by Sauber. Yeah. In F2, you have the Sauber Junior team managed, managed by, by Charousse. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Sauber only have their name on a car that they don't run. And Alfa just put their merch out as I, as I said yesterday, whilst we were in the, were very in the blog, about. I was very excited about. It. I'm definitely yeah, going to get myself and then, an and then you saw t-shirt. the prices, and I have never known you turn mm. that Yorkshire before. No, well, I'm not paying that much for a, for a bloody cap. Forty quid for a Raikkonen cap. <laughs> you no see, you even said that in a Yorkshire accent <laughs> without even thinking about it. <laughs> You've got I mean, to. I think at one point I was even like, "How much? Yeah, how much? Your, uh, You've got Raikkonen to. stuff's always more expensive. Well, Giovinazzi caps also forty quid. Oh, is it? Yeah. When when, um, but, when I've been to races, Raikkonen caps were more expensive than. But other then I, I, I zoomed in on the label at the back of the shirt, and it says Sauber Mo- uh, Sauber Motorsports AG. So. <laughs> So the, uh, the the even the labels on the clothing are, are Alfa Romeo, but still Sauber. <laughs> Washed by Sauber. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Danger, dangerous territory, though, isn't it? All this, especially if the likes of Mercedes or something by Williams. You, it's going to be a. It's it's good because it keeps teams in Formula One, but uh, you you're very quickly going to get back to the um, the nineties thing of a Ferrari coming up to a Ferrari powered car and the Ferrari car powered car jumping out of the way of the Ferrari yeah yeah. The, yeah yeah it's not ideal talking of which it's Toro Rosso next <laughs> um Kvyat was doing alright I think well, yeah, yeah. Right. Kvyat was doing well um, up until his slight skirmish with Ricardo, yeah, not his fault at all. No, and as soon no. as we saw that there were two cars off at turn two or three, whenever it was, then it was just like, oh god, what's Kvyat done here? <laughs> but then on the replay, it was just like, 
Kivia avoided the accident and <laughs> did all right as well. Yeah. Totally yeah. not his fault. How he avoided that? I've no, well, I think I know was how he avoided judgment. He was late on the brakes because Ricardo was in his way. Yeah, and as he turned and realised he wasn't going to make the corner, just slammed the anchors on and managed yeah. to stop it in time. Yeah. Fair play to Danny Kivia. However, I feel really bad for him that he was in that position. Yeah, it was because um, points may have been possible for him. To be fair, though, it's very difficult to feel sorry about Danny Kvyat being taken out. <laughs> if we're honest, if we're yo, know, I'm, I'm sensing no, a little I, bit I of karma here. <laughs> I wouldn't have minded if if he it kind of came at him like a missile, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have minded if Ricardo, um, you know, if if Kvyat was at fault, and you know, you, you, straight away you'd be like, yeah, Kvyat, that was that was silly, you know, yeah. or. But it was the nature of it. It's such a silly error from Ricardo to put Kivia out of the race. Had it been like a crash or, you know, like a racing incident, fine. You know, those things happen. But for to, for somebody to reverse into you whilst you're stationary trying to find reverse yourself yeah. to put you out of the race, it's it's a bit silly. It's not ideal. No. In fairness to him as well, Kvia was very... Um accepting I think wasn't he afterwards yeah he, that, he, he the, the kind of hugged and made up in the yeah, uh, in the media no, pen afterwards probably because he's had to do that apology quite a few times well they probably yes. know each other really well too from the I mean, they always got on from the Red Bull well, days teammates yeah. yeah yeah I think it was I think Kivy match oh god is this what I've been doing to other people yeah oh this doesn't feel good <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't do this yeah <laughs> Um, Albon just just outside the points again. Uh, qualified twelfth, finished eleventh. Um, I think he's got a decent future. I can see I can see him in Red, Red Bull, Bull this year before Kvyat definitely. Kvyat will never be in a Red Bull again. Red no. Bull, no. But I could, I could see Albon replacing Gasly, if not this year, next year. I don't Unless... know yet. But Gasly, well, we get, we're not on Red Bull no, yet. No, no, he didn't have a bad race at all. He had a really good race. He needs to move that. He needs to take this and go forward with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I, Danny might find himself in a Red Bull, actually, thinking about it. If, if uh, Albon... If Imagine. all the other drivers disappear. <laughs> no, no, I'm just thinking. Just how he's found himself in a Toro Rosso. <laughs> <laughs> if, they th- if they think to themselves, though, and think, right, well, we need, we're going to need a team next year. We're better off leaving Albon in uh, Toro Rosso right now rather than the pressure of going into a Red Bull seat halfway through the year. Right, we genuinely don't care about Danny Kvyat. You know, it's in fact tormenting him again would be greatly pleasurable. Yeah, I mean, if Kvyat, so. if Kvyat's got any sense, he'll be making regular trips over to Japan just to put about three three stone of lead in the back of Dan Tictum's super formula car so that he doesn't <laughs> win and can't get his super license. Yeah, well, he's not doing too well in the old super super. It's not uh, started yet. I don't uh, one race, gets... one race in, he's oh, finished tenth. Yeah, he said he was struggling. He yeah, said he said he struggled with it a lot. And I think he needs, I think he needs to finish at least in the top three, if not uh, actually win it to get the super license points. So Dan Tictum having a bad season could actually be the thing that does Danny Kvyat the most favours. Mm. We shall see. Unless Alonso drives for Red Bull next year. It depends so, on. So far, that's three different teams you've linked in with. Yeah. It depends <laughs> on as well what what's your face in um, F two, whose name eludes me. Um, the no, Japanese one. Nobuhara Masashita. That's Masashita. the one because he's in the Honda Dream Academy. See, I think he'll then find himself in the Red Bull next year. Uh, life in a Northern Town. I think that was their only <laughs> hit. But, but he seems like a really good driver as well. Mash, mash he's all right. Yeah. He seems like, given the fact of like the the driving like motorsport handicap he has of being Japanese, he seems really good. <laughs> <laughs> Every so often, a good one comes through. 
No, no, name, I haven't Name seen a one. good Japanese I, driver in Formula One. If you say Ukiyo Katayama, you will not finish the sentence. Is <laughs> <laughs> that real Taki Inui out as well? Yes. Um, Best you've got is Takuma Sato. Yeah, Sato. Kurui Kobayashi. Kobayashi was all right. No, he wasn't. No, He's he kept. No, he found himself. He found himself one part of Suzuka where he managed to crash into cars, not break his car, <laughs> and get past them. Uh, Satoru Nakajima. No, no, wasn't even that good. Absolutely, it was okay. Not. The the closest Japanese driver to a Formula One driver has been Takuma Sato. And Takuma Sato was, was, was... Was rubbish. No, he wasn't rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> Takuma Sato was fat. He was, Takuma Sato was like Maldonado. He was really quick, but crashed a lot. Yes. <laughs> Grosjean. No. He was Grosjean. No, Grosjean, Grosjean's not fast enough. Oh, maybe not. Maybe not. Okay, did, did anyone see the meme Lotus of... Lotus uh, Grosjean. Maybe. Did anyone see the meme of Maldonado on yes. the, the week of, uh, hiding under the sewer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also saw. I have not seen that, but it sounds good. good. There was also a good meme of George Russell looking under his car, and then the picture underneath was the grid with Pennywise looking through the drain. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, what have we got next? We have McLaren as the fifth best team. In the middle of the pack, but they mean they're a little bit better than the middle of the pack. Both mm. score points. Yeah. Um, seventh points finish for a year. Yeah. yeah. Se- seventh and eighth. And um, Lando coming in to have a stab at the fastest lap. No. Well, no they, they, just, they robbed Or his tyres shagged. No. 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 They, I think they, they just had a free he was, pit stop. He was robbed, essentially, because they didn't. The, the soft tyres didn't work how McLaren thought they were going to work. So the, the idea was throw Lando in the pits. He'd be able to make the gap up to science and then make the gap up to, to Perez. To Perez, but I, I, I mean, there was what eight laps or something like that. Uh, ten, I think it ten was. Laps. Yeah, it was not doable. Yeah, okay, but he was because he was like twenty seconds behind science, and science was three seconds behind Perez. Perez, yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, it, they they kind of robbed him of a place, I think, but. It's good to see McLaren back, you know, in the in the points with both cars. It is. I just hope, as I keep saying, you know, with with Baku being the race where you don't necessarily perform as you will for the rest mm. of the season, that that's you know, because McLaren had an China's awful China. An anom- China's an anomaly racetrack though as well. But look at it this way: McLaren are fourth in the constructors' championship after yeah. four races, and it's not been four anomaly tracks. No, I I think McLaren have got a real chance of being best of the rest this year. But that'll be decided on what the updates are for the f- force point racing. <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Can we go Silverstone team? It's a hell of a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> Spiker Midland. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, McLaren are... Well, they couldn't, they couldn't have got much much further, further back than they were. No. Um, well, if they were challenging Williams for last place, possibly. But no, I think um, it, it seems to be working really well from now. Um, Do you think it's shedding Alonso? Do you think the Alonso factory, is, as good of a driver as he is, can be a damaging factor to an entire team? I think well, it probably helps them that they've got two drivers who, who get seem on really to well. be allowed yeah. to compete in a friendly way and there's been races where... To be fair, Van Dorn was allowed to compete, he just couldn't. He was just shit. Yeah. But again, was that an Alonso thing? Did Alonso no, need a minion? Yeah, I don't think I don't think um, Van Dorn was allowed to, in inverted commas, compete. Mm-hmm. I, I, think, I, think he, I think he was allowed to be closer. Everything, <laughs> everything, <laughs> no, everything was given to Alonso, wasn't it? He was definitely the number one driver, whereas McLaren 
McLaren at the moment don't really have a number one driver. I think the way, the way it was with Alonso was he was the number one driver and anyone else in the other car was classed as number three. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's Alonso, Alonso's spare car, the other guy. Yeah. But it makes me wonder, like, when um, when we spoke to Lando and he, he said of how impressed he was with uh, Fernando's data that he gave back to the team, like, he had, like, pages and pages of... Yeah, yeah. Data to get back when they were doing the was it Le Mans Daytona, Daytona test, Daytona. yeah. Um, and that's great, but sometimes I think maybe it's better just for the people that are to people to do their own job. Yeah, and I, I wonder whether there's too much Alonso influence when Alonso's in a team, and because he's got that gravitas behind him, you know, some people are like to to put it in probably too grandiose terms. Some people are leaders of men. Do you, you know what I mean? You swallowed a dictionary tonight. Gravitas and grandiose in the space of a minute. It's all, uh, it's all on my toilet paper. We're on G at the minute. Ah, <laughs> um, so next week, if Lee has a bad case of the runs, he'll be on some big words beginning with X. <laughs> yeah, he was an absolute xylophone, wasn't he? <laughs> but... Um, yeah, like some people are will will galvanise people around them, and it's G word. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. But um, and I, I wonder, but I wonder whether sometimes, like, what do you call them? Um, uh, Jim Jones. Jim Jones could get people to do what he wanted them to do. He Jim Jones? Be- he could get people behind them. Sometimes that wasn't the best decisions people had made by following. <laughs> so, so, if, so if we ever see a Kim Hour brand of Kool-Aid come out, panic. <laughs> do, you, do you know what I mean, though? Like, yeah, geez, yeah. Oh, Alonso said we should do this. Oh, let's do what Alonso said. Yeah. And it's, all of a sudden, your car's rubbish. Yeah, that then brings you back to what we were saying with Renault and about mm. them developing a car more towards one driver than the other. If mm-hmm. they're listen, listening to... The Alonso propaganda has that then harmed the teammate. Yeah, for the last few years as well. So. See, I, I think Renault's slightly different though because they've offered that like they gave Ricardo so much money for his contract. It's he more, has to succeed. Yeah, it's like if, if it, we yeah. if we don't do this, we're destroying our own investment. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But yeah, <laughs> positive for McLaren, and hopefully they can build on it. But we'll yeah. see. I thought Lando might scrape a podium this weekend if uh, if everything went crazy. And do you know what? I don't think it was a stupid bet put on now. You know, looking at where they finished. I did it, yeah. A good, a big crash or something like that in the first corner, take out four or five cars. Or a safety car just after yeah. Lando yeah. were pitted. Could have been well in with one. Yeah. Well, like we've always said about Baku, it's that unpredictable yeah. that you can bet on anything and mm-hmm. there's still a chance it might come off. What was good, quickly before you move on, it was nice to see McLaren's overtaking cars under DRS and not getting overtaken when it's like with DRS behind them. You know, yeah, it was yeah. a slam dunk. It was nice to, to not see that. Yeah. Well, actually, at one point we saw, I can't remember who it was that he overtook, but we saw Carlos Sainz overtake somebody without DRS on the straight. Yes, yeah. A genuine, authentic it was. Overtake. It was actually a mm. real pass based on speed. Wow. And... McLaren. Well, that <laughs> car must be. I know Paul Darista at one point said how well balanced the car looked. So whatever they did doing, look stable on yeah. the onboard, <laughs> and they but they ripped downforce off as well. They had yeah, by they far did. the lowest downforce yeah. in the rear wing from any of the other cars. So they've cl- it's, it's clearly a better car than it's been for years. Mm. Well, I mean that's obvious. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe because it's been designed by a designer and not by committee this time. 
or Alonso. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, Racing Point are next. The um, the team featuring the two previous surprise podium sitters. Mm. Is it a surprise with Perez anymore? Because this is the third time in four Baku races that he's been the best non-top three driver. He likes that circuit. He, he is, he is good at that circuit. Um, Lance Stroll, however, eight races on the trot without getting through Q1. He needs to learn qualifying. Yeah, he needs to learn qualifying, but he finished ninth. He crashed, so. though, didn't he? Did he crash in quali? No, he just... No. Had, I thought he had a big bump. No. No, he wasn't going fast Maybe enough to have a bump. Maybe he thought he found a big bump. Sometimes right, he okay. imagines things, doesn't he? Did he crash in practice? Is May have right? crashed in practice. Don't, yeah. recall, Don't recall him no, doing it. No, I can't remember. No, I think that, um, he's <laughs> just... Laura Averages says he no, I think crashed he did. at some point. I think he did crash in practice because <laughs> we were thought... saying about the daddy buying a new car thing. He did because he didn't yeah. turn. He didn't turn into T2. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, he, yes he did. Um, yeah. yeah, there may have been a link to you two doing daddy's going to pay for your crashed car flying <laughs> about on our chat group. Yes. But this is another one of those races where you think, is he going to... Is the potential of a Formula One driver in him? And this weekend, it looked like he's maybe a driver. He did really well. He over. He was overtaking people. Like yeah, he did. He did okay. Where did he work? Yeah, but where did he start? Sixteen. Uh, in the end, it was six, 16, 17. And he finished ninth. Yeah. yeah. If that was anybody else but Lance Stroll, would be saying what a good drive they'd had. I mean, he said he said that he struggled in qualifying because uh, he had a smoke, smoky visor. But yeah, then, no, I saw. His, I saw his that. visor steamed up. He'd gone yeah. for the, he'd gone for the wrong colour. No, but like, I'd, but then you look at Perez. Perez went from what eighth to fifth. So mm. both drivers did that, roughly that ra- that the same. That racing point is becoming a decent car, I think. Mm. Well, don't forget that racing point isn't even this year's car. It's last year's car, modified still. Yeah, they get their full new car at Spain. That's what that's what I'm saying. But as far as, far as McLaren goes for being best of the rest, I think it's between Racing Point and McLaren who who ends up there. And I think we'll get a really good idea of which car is going to be ahead come Spain. Spain is Spain is going to be interesting for many reasons yeah. because of all the new upgrades that are going on. But I think that that battle is going to be definitely one have to we, watch have out. Have we for. asked our resident pencil geek if he'll come on and talk to us after that race? Not yet. But I'll be uh, DMing him. Good man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, racing racing point are looking good. They're looking strong. Perez again, yeah, three years out of four, best best of the non-top three teams and the other year it was Lance Stroll yeah. you, would ex- you would expect him to get a decent result there because they're, they're good on the circuit and the car's alright and mm. they really didn't disappoint mm. I, so I think I think both drivers I think Stroll's race was actually better than Perez's when you like when you break when you look at what he did so certainly on places made up yeah and I mean kept himself out of trouble kept himself out of the walls mm-hmm. and yeah that's Perez had that benefit of having clean air for the whole race. Mm. You know, he, he wasn't quick enough to attack the cars in front. No. All he had to do was worry about what was behind him. Yeah. He had a good start, though, as well. Yeah. But that, that is that is one of his things. Perez is, Perez is usually a pretty good starter. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, he's, the, two, the two areas that he excels are off the line and not shagging his tyres up within the and first half. I was just going to bring up the fact that Baku, you know, it was a tyre shagger, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Completely. Uh, I mean, we'll get we'll get to that when we talk about Ferrari because mm. of um, Leclerc's problems with the tyres. Uh, we have Red Bull next. Okay, um, I think Leclerc's problems are deeper than his tyres. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going on the Ferrari ex- uh, press releases. <laughs> uh, Max in fourth, Gasly DNF. 
Max were going well before the DNF. Doing all right. Yeah. He was lapping the same same pace as Leclerc when Leclerc was ripping the field out. Up mm. up yeah. Front. Gasly did really well to make all those places up and like basically get to the what was he sixth or seventh? Yeah, he was. He was, was just, just behind, past Perez. Wasn't he? he was just behind Verstappen at one point. Yeah. 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 So he did really really well mm-hmm. to just to to get up to to that point. Um, it did, was drive did it go, did drive shafts let on, down. Uh, did a good overtake on Albon which I think I remember joking at the time is that the first time I've seen a Red Bull overtake a Toro Rosso this season <laughs> yeah. not the other way around <laughs> yeah um, but yeah a decent drive from Gasly as we said earlier he needs to build on that and take that forward mm. now because if he doesn't there there will be somebody else in that Red Bull before the end of the year yeah um Going back to the penalties, was that too harsh? Missing missing the Weybridge and DQing him from qualifying. It was the fuel flow. It was fuel. Wasn't it? fuel. Yeah, he used he used. Oh too yeah, much sorry. Fuel. Yeah. Well, making him start from the pit lane anyway because no, no, of missing I, the. I way- think that was. He too, was already starting from the pit harsh. lane yeah. for missing the Weybridge. Yeah, um, I think I think the, I mean, missing the Weybridge, I I take that more than the fuel thing. Like the, the I I, that, I the fuel infringement I think was too harsh. Missing the Weybridge, you can't do that. You, no. do, you know, do you know what I mean? Because the if if suddenly people can miss that miss that, then teams can fucking cheat. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. know what I mean? If and it, it had yeah, already yeah. happened that weekend yeah. in F two, so they knew that was the punishment. They knew it had happened already, yeah. and that they were going to be looked at for that. So you think, do you know what? I better just keep an eye on this as I'm coming up to mm-hmm. it. Absolutely, yeah. All, all I would wonder is is if it was Sebastian Vettel, would Sebastian Vettel have got the same? He when he wrecked the scales last year, <laughs> yeah. he didn't have to start from the pit lane. No, did have to buy thinking. some new scales. Though, he had to pay. He? he had to pay for the scales. <laughs> yeah. So, but don't know, Max I, Verstappen. What he's doing to that Red Bull, what Alonso was doing to the Ferrari a few years ago. See, I don't think so. I think he's putting that Red Bull exactly where it should be. Just behind the Ferrari, in between the Ferraris. Oh well, yeah, but I mean, Ferrari put the Red Bull in between the Ferraris. <laughs> there, there, there were times, there were times when you were looking at the, you know, as, as sort of the race leader just sort of bot out of file through Hamilton a couple of seconds later, Vettel a couple of seconds, and yeah. then Verstappen was there. He wasn't he was there. The, he I wasn't think, like miles back. No, he was I there. Think he's there or thereabouts, and that Honda engine is a lot better mm. now. I mean, he went through a phase, didn't he, where he was just like fastest lap, mm-hmm. fastest lap, fastest yeah, absolutely, lap. Absolutely, yeah. On, on not the freshest tyres at that point. No, just exactly. Like banging them in lap after I'm lap. I'm still of the opinion that he would be a better driver this year. And probably he would probably be on top of him, don't get me wrong, but he would be a better driver with Ricardo in the car. With a, with a teammate who's challenging yeah. him. Uh, we'll, see, we'll see what becomes a Gasly. Fu- he was fucked in qualifying as well, because for, like, for a team that's usually really good with strategy, yeah. R- Red Bull had no idea what they were doing with qualifying. That was a stupid move. They had that in China as well, didn't yeah. they? They've maybe just taken the uh, eye off the ball a little there. Because he had the chance to... They, they should have kept Gasly out uh, to give him a toe. And I think he'd have been on pole. Because the toe was work, worth about half a second and he was half a second off pole. Mm. Uh, I mean, Christian Horner was saying that they didn't want to put Gasly out in Q2 to give Verstappen a toe. It didn't make sense, though. But that would that would have, that would have screwed his race up because he was going to be starting from the pit lane on tyres that were going to make him come in early. It's just it, yeah, but it, it, they uh, wanted to maximise the team strategy. Uh, yeah, well, I, although, I, although what, I'm, what I'm going to say from is, a team, I think mm. a team getting a win is more impressive than a team getting a yeah, fourth. What what they should what mm. they should have done was 
we've only got one driver that's going to be in a position where he can win this. Yeah. Let's throw it all behind him this weekend. And I think they were just being a little bit too, let's make them as evenly matched as possible this week. Yeah, I think and it's strange. That that just went completely against, well, anything that Red Bull have really done in the past because they're, they're more guilty of number one-ing and number two-ing drivers mm. than anyone else, to quote Mark Webber. See, I'm starting to think that maybe Red Bull was slightly more equal than we think thought they were. And and that Vettel, when, when it was Vettel and Webber, it was that Schumacher situation where nine times out of ten he was going to be quicker than Webber anyway, mm. so it didn't matter. You know, it did. The, there was very few times, we always talk about Ferrari having like one and one A, but there was very few times that Schumacher actually got the team order, team order, because most of the time he was ahead of his teammate. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I think I think Red Bull might be might be slightly more open than we thought they were, and it it kind of proved it with Ricardo, because Ricardo had the opportunity to go out and beat Vettel to, to into the literally the point of submission. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think if Gasly was quicker than. Um, was was quicker than Verstappen. I think he'd have all the opportunity to be. But much like I was talking about Giovinazzi earlier, I wonder if Gasly's just going to take a little while to settle in. I, mean, I know it's his second season in Formula One. I think you're right, but, but it just I we'll wonder see, whether he'll get it. Yeah, we'll see where we are mid-season with with Gasly because he, he could be he could be right on top of Verstappen by that point or still miles I behind. You, I also I don't think he'll he'll usurp Verstappen as team leader. Gasly looks like. Um, somebody that's being dressed up as Ratty from Wind of the Willows, <laughs> but he was called out of the makeup room halfway through. <laughs> no, you are completely wrong. <laughs> oh, oh. They have cloned him from Gaz Coombs from Supergrass. Okay, there might have been a flake. There might have been a flake of Coombs, but they've they've shaved him. <laughs> <laughs> Only on certain weeks. <laughs> right, Ferrari next. And where did it go wrong for them this weekend? Uh, do you know what? I don't know if it went wrong for Ferrari, or I'm talking about during the race now. I don't know if it went wrong for Ferrari, or whether they just did not expect Mercedes to have that race pace. I think I think Mercedes sandbagged I think until Mercedes, the race. Well, I think Mercedes sandbagged until qualifying. Mm. Uh, I also think that they need to fucking sort this driver problem they've got out. They have sorted it out. They make sure there's at least one car between Leclerc and Vettel at all times. Well, that's what seems to be. Right, at one point, yeah. So they've got a number one and a number three driver. Yeah. I thought at one point Leclerc could win that race. Mm-hmm. He was the quickest guy all weekend. He fucked it in qualifying. And I think yeah, yeah. The problem is he's now given Ferrari the excuse to number one Vettel, Vettel because they want the guy that's going to bring the car home. Yeah. Um. But what I found crazy about all this, they should have two stopped them because at one point Hamilton was worried about being jumped. Yeah, like through the pit stops, and then that jump just dropped back and back and back until Bottas overtook him. Yeah, and at that point, on that lap before Bottas overtook him, they should have pitted him, and he'd absolutely have, he'd have come out in front or behind Vettel. Yeah, he would have come out roughly around Vettel yeah. Verstappen. Um, but what they did was they wait; they, they kept him out so long. They, they, they kept him out to take him away from Vettel. I'm convinced of it. But he, he well, lost. they brought Vettel in, didn't they? As soon as that's Leclerc... That's the first round, but, but I mean him. Leclerc's yeah. pit stop. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, they, they said that they would have brought him. They would have brought him in sooner, but they didn't know if the tires were going to last. Which would, which, which, but what said, which did, that's, that says to me that they didn't even consider two stopping him and changing strategies. It was always going to be a case of this is what it. we're going yeah. to do, and nothing will change. But it. it's the same strategy as China. It wasn't a one stopper they were putting him on. It wasn't a two stopper. It was in between. Yeah, yeah. and then when it, then when they did did put the softs on. I mean, there must have been other cars with softs on at that point, so they must have looked at, looked down the field and go, actually, the softs aren't working as well as we thought they were going to here. Yeah, but yeah, the, he just he just wasn't he wasn't banging the times in like no. um, like you'd have expected him to. Even when he got the fastest lap, yeah, he was a second quicker than Bottas's fastest lap, yeah. But think about that; he was a second quicker than Bottas on old tires, who was probably managing fuel. Who would have had his battery turned down to a sustainable level? Yeah, Leclerc would have had everything turned up to the max qualifying mode. He should have been like a second and a half, two seconds quicker there. Yeah, on new tires. Yeah, he should have been banging a quali lap in. Yeah, um, Ferrari just uh, Charles Leclerc must have done something in a previous life terrible mm. to Ferrari because um, he just he can't get the luck, and when mm. he does have the luck, something else goes wrong for him. So, as you say, he was by far the fastest all weekend. All right, he was unfortunate in qualifying. It was was it a rookie mistake? Is that the right thing in to quality? say? Yeah. No, it was just it was just one of those. Accidents. One of those. He, he was he was pushing too hard into the corner, locked up, nowhere to go. Vettel did almost the same thing, didn't he? Vettel it? actually hit the same part of the wall that um, Kubica did about two minutes before Kubica yeah. clouded it. Yeah. It's um, they were saying it was very easy to do on that corner because don't forget the first. Um, I think was it no it was 2017 they had to reprofile that corner mm-hmm. because too many people were hitting the inside yeah. of it well yeah. you've got you've got just enough room to almost straight line it having mm. you through, almost, through yeah. it to almost do it but, but you, you've got to, you've got to be threading the needle right. when you're doing it and you, yeah. if you're if you're six inches either side something's going to go wrong yep and if you're going too quick something's going to go wrong it's I I worry that what this is going to do to Charles Leclerc's um, mentality. But on the other hand, after watching that race, because I think Vettel has quietly had a good season. Do you I not just, think so? No. I wanna, I, if you swap the two Ferrari drivers around this mm. weekend, uh, say Vettel had the accident mm. and started where Leclerc did and Leclerc started where Vettel did. I don't think Leclerc would have been on the podium. I don't. Well, I, I think don't, he would. I don't, I don't think he'd have been able to manage his tyres. I don't think that um, Mercedes would have gotten so far down the road if Leclerc had been behind him. I, I don't think that Leclerc could have. When you looked at the race pace he had, especially when they, when they on the soft tyres, I don't think he could have hung with the, hung with the Mercedes. The soft tyres were earlier on in the race. It was when the track cooled. Wasn't oh it? yeah, yeah. The soft tyres. But I, I don't. So he would have been on that strategy but anyway. Then, he wouldn't look, have been on the strategy look, that he was look, on. But then look at his pace with brand new soft tyres on in well, quali mode. Yeah, but but that was after the. Everything had cooled down. Soft oh yeah, tires yeah, stopped no, but, working. but still, but still, he had brand new tires on. But that, that, but they were outside the working, working window amazing. by that point. It's still, so. it's still a racing lap record. His fastest lap. Yeah, it it's is. Also yeah. The fastest lap anyone has ever done in race conditions. Yeah, but I, I just think there's, I can kind of see why Ferrari are going the way they are, but they need to be more direct about it if they're going to do it. I don't think Vettel's having a good season. I don't think he's anywhere near as aggressive enough. And I think when he tries to be aggressive, he loses it. 
loses his head. Oh, he's, I mean, he had ba- he had the bang with Hamilton, didn't he? But I don't think that Ferrari was. I don't think it was capable of winning this weekend. I, I think it's time we stop thinking Ferrari have got the fastest car as well because they just don't seem to have. It seems mm. to be we seem to. You want are, to you lead are with this Ferrari. You myth. are completely agreeing and practically quoting Kevin Barry, who, quote, who put something on our Facebook page. Yeah, saying, yeah. Can we finally Can we stop, stop hearing from now? everyone about how fast the Ferrari is? Yeah. Yes and no, because we do know that it's got one lap pace. It's an amazing car. But they cannot win as a team. I don't think if Leclerc hadn't crashed in quality, I don't think he'd have got pole. And because don't forget the like Bottas got pole, and Ham- Hamilton was second, like just second. Hamilton had another three tenths in that car if mm. they hadn't fucked the um, the preparation up on in the first sector. He was three tenths down in the first sector, got them back in the second sector, and just rem- just remained just behind Bottas. Yeah, I mean that was that was that was incredible how we did that. Yeah, yeah. When um, I take it we moved on to Mercedes now, more or less. Looks like pretty much. <laughs> yeah, when um, when it showed on those last laps how how far off pole time he was yeah and it's like oh well he's screwed I also think the virtual safety car lost Lewis Hamilton the race yes Hamilton has complained about this he said he wants um, his dashboard settings changing because he reckons he lost three seconds he lost amount of time. three seconds yeah. two, two, and, a, uh, two yeah. and a half according to the um, mm. art sports story he was in he was in DRS range before mm. the before the before the virtual safety car and after the virtual safety car like you say he was about two and a half seconds off cold tyres and couldn't attack anymore because uh, you know, before that the, that safety car came out, he was putting the pressure on but Bottas. Sh- but surely the safety car, the virtual safety car Delta, should keep everybody roughly the same it's distance. Supposed to within a few tenths. You yeah. might lose a few tenths if you're slow in the wrong places here and there. Yeah. But you know, you've got they've they've got the 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 thing on the dashboard, haven't they, on their steering well, that's wheel? That's the thing. Lewis has said yeah. that his wasn't displaying properly, or he mm. wasn't able to read it properly, or some something about how it appeared on the dashboard. He mm. did not like. Yeah, and it's not the first time he's had issues with virtual safety car Delta. I don't so. like the virtual safety car. It's the, not the first time that he's had issues with what to do with the steering wheel and the dashboard in Baku. Remember the um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what do I press? Yeah, <laughs> that was in the era of uh, no, can't no tell you, Lewis. Yeah. You give these people the fucking most complicated piece of machinery in the world, and you don't give them the instructions for it. <laughs> that was that was also around about the same time as. Um, you're not allowed to throw your tear off on the track from your visor, and you got to put it in the cockpit, so you got a bit of plastic floating round. That was it. What was the question? Lewis asked something, uh, and the, his engineer. It came, was something like, um, "Is the weather good?" Yeah. Yeah. Yes, the weather is fine, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> now, how are my tires? Can't tell you that, Lewis. All right, how's the weather? Weather is good, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because he wanted he wanted to know that if um, if he changed to a certain setting, would that help? And they couldn't even tell him that. Yeah. Oh, just uh, while we're still talking about Mercedes and stuff, though, I I think this is now Ferrari can't catch Mercedes in the constructors' championship. And was it seventy four well, points? Mathematically, yeah. <laughs> but they're not going to. No, you know, it's. I mean, they're, they're nearly two entire races behind, seventy four yeah. points. Mm-hmm. And, and can, for also, a one two finish, is what forty three. Yeah. I'm also not buying Bottas two either. I think like there is absolutely no chance that Bottas will beat Lewis Hamilton over the course of a season. I you, you don't think, know yet. You think about the luck Bottas had last year. Yeah, you know when he should have won in Baku and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The luck he had last year? None. Yeah, <laughs> but what I mean is if, if he'd have had this year's luck last year, mm. he'd have been leading the championship like he's leading the championship now. 
I mean, this time. But last through the course year, of the season, he got battered last yeah. year. <laughs> this time last year, we were talking about him being the most informed driver on the grid. Just yeah. he hadn't had that look that yeah, yeah. made him win. And but I think this is as soon as you get into as soon as you get up to Canada, really, isn't it for Lewis? He stretches like, his legs a bit in mid-season legs. and late and season. And after the summer break, summer break, it's just bang, bang. I, I, I don't think. I want to know where he goes on holiday. What? I want to know where he goes on holiday just to come back like he does. I don't think it matters where he goes. I think it's just that he always goes with his yacht full of Victoria Secret Angels and that sort of G's him up a bit. Mm, they have angels. That's one way of saying it. <laughs> I, of course, wouldn't be allowed to do that. <laughs> um, but Mercedes on track during the race. Dominant again, fourth one two finish. Yeah, he's a question. Yeah, but they're so quiet about it, aren't they? Because Ferrari are always like, "Oh well, we you know we think we've got it this race, and it's yeah. quite loud." Mercedes never say anything other than well, Ferraris look quite strong. We're going to have to be it, on you, it. You did, said it best ages and ages ago. When you said like Mercedes is the, it's the art of war. Mm. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When, you, when you are weak appear strong. When you mm. are strong, strong appear, appear weak. weak. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Mercedes was like, "Oh, they're fast. We're going to have to be on our game." One two finish, and you know they, they literally do. They're talking on the circuit and four one two finishes already this year. I, I'm going to be as bold to say that I think Mercedes will be remembered where, where when it. When they eventually have their Williams slump or something like that, you know, and everything moves around again, that Mercedes will be remembered as one of the greatest teams in Formula One. This guy's a yeah, Mercedes. yeah, yeah. Does anybody read the secret aerodynamicist column on BBC Sport? No, I haven't found it. I haven't found it. It's so secretive. Um, yeah. <laughs> Mercedes are the only team on the grid who do not follow an Adrian Newey based approach aerodynamically. Really? Yeah, they use a pen. <laughs> yeah, every other team on the grid sort of follows um, their their aerodynamic philosophy is based on something that Red Bull have been doing for the past few years. I suppose it makes sense when you consider and Mercedes are the only team that don't follow it. Yeah, but I mean, what year did Mercedes come in? Were Red Bull dominant when Mercedes came in? Yes, twenty ten. Yeah, yeah, years overlap. Wasn't and it? then so, Rosberg won their first race. I think it was twenty twelve. Yeah. China twenty twelve mm. was Rosberg won Mercedes first race. It, it makes sense then, doesn't it? Because your um, the, your other teams were already down that development path. Yeah, of you following come in midway through and think, well, yeah. if, we, if we do the same, we're just playing catch up, yeah. so we need to. And find then was it 2013? Lewis's first year at Mercedes, where they were amazing single lap pace, but race pace they were so slow behind Red Bull that, yeah. that, that, that you know they, they managed thirds and fourths. And I think yeah. like a couple of wins, but but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's also that that's never been done before either in Formula One history. The four um, four one twos. Back to back. Um, mm. there's, co- there's contention about that <laughs> in old championship years where the Indy 500 was part of its uh, part of the drivers champion and constructors championship so there was no Formula 1 cars in there and that counted as one of the first four races of the championship and it's it's about as, it makes about as much sense as our 200th show or the yeah but if, there was no, if it wasn't a Formula 1 car then it wasn't it's but, not it was still, yeah, but it was still part of the world championship yeah but yeah. we're Formula 1 if it wasn't a Formula 1 car it was you know you might you, you couldn't stick touring cars in and count that no exactly yeah so yeah you know, it's that, I, I don't think that can be understated what they've done I mean and do you know what spoilers from later on from, oh, for next week's race predictor I think they're going to get a 1-2 in in Spain, Spain. Uh, it, yeah, it's, I think it's incredible what they're doing, and it's the, the funny thing is, I, it doesn't feel boring. 
I think that's the odd thing this year. Here's a question. Is the W10 going to be as remembered as the MP44? The old if it carries the on old dominating McLaren. I think it could be. Are we are we looking at a completely iconic car this season? Could be, oh, oh, well, I mean, Mercedes always have one of the best development curves as well, you know, for through mm. the season. And it's, we've, we've seen this now for a couple of years with Ferrari having a good car at the beginning of the season and the Mercedes just fucking Develop. nailing it. Yeah. Um, and even, even just the way that Mercedes reacted to uh, being slower in a straight line than Ferrari, where they've gone back to the factory and gone, right, what can we take off this car? Right, what can we stick a serrated edge on? What, how can we get rid of drag? And they've, they've done it. Hmm. But yeah, I, th- I think I personally think there is every chance that this car will be as well remembered as the um, MP44. MP44, which won fifteen out of sixteen races yeah. in eight, was it eighty-eight. Yeah. Yes. So that so that also means then that you think this will be the um, like seminal car for your man. What's his name? Design it, James Allison. Yeah. Could his, well, could well be that that car. This, this is the one. This is the one that makes his him, legend. Yeah, that stamps him as the next Adrian Newey. Like I mean, last, last, year, last year's last year's was good, but this year's is terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Because that that's one thing I would I worried about him taking over at Mercedes is when you looked at the Ferrari that he designed. He seemed to be able to design a Ferrari that was just good enough at coming second. Yeah, but it actually turned out Ferrari are good enough at. Just having a team <laughs> that just comes second. At the moment, anyway. I, I don't think they're going to catch up. I, d- I don't think they're... There's too many internal struggles in that team. I don't have any faith in your man that's um, that's managing it. I think, for, I think Ferrari would be in a better state if they kept Arriva Bene in the team. Because every like, if even if they started like the first test where they had... They, were, they, were they quickest in every session in the first test? Possibly. Pretty I think much, so. yeah. I think. Um, and the thing is, you've got Bernardo. I mean, I know Bernardo was one of the designers in, uh, at the time too, so you can't say he had nothing to do with it. But the decisions that were made up until that car being produced were under Arriva Bene's rule. So all all they're doing now is sort of watching the end of Arriva Bene fi- finish here and the beginning of his decisions, and his decisions don't seem to be that good so far. Yeah, I'm calling it. Yeah, we'll just <laughs> we'll see what happens, but yeah, I, I think uh, it'll take two years for Bonotto to actually put his full stamp on Ferrari. If he's given, if, two years. if, he's, if two that's years. the thing, if he's given two years, I wonder whether Vettel's the one now, though. You know, if if Vettel can't win a world championship this year, spoiler, I don't think he will do. Um, Not a spoiler, I don't think anymore. No, but is, he the, is, is it is it going to be Vettel's turn? Like it was so many people's turns, even though Alonso was. Like dragging that Ferrari, they're trying to re-Schumacher with Vettel, aren't yeah. they? That's and then, but they, but they ended up turning on Alonso, didn't they? Starting to blame Alonso for things. So I wonder whether it's Vettel's turn to have the blame pointed at him now, especially with like Charles Leclerc being in there as well. If they do that, he will walk. Absolutely, I think he'll leave Formula One after this year. You reckon? Yeah. And he's got one more year left on his contract, and he had one more year left on his contract when he left Red Bull. Yeah, so, hmm, possibly. I think Vettel's one of those people. Like, when you listen to him talk about his life outside Formula One and the fact he's why he's quite happy so walking quiet, away, I think he could he could Rosberg it, but just more successfully. Hmm. 
but not leave with the champ- carrying the championship trophy with him. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> right, heroes and villains then. Uh, Danny Rick's got to be on the list, or is villain. that just, is that just mm. Arsenal? He's too nice. He's too nice to be a villain. Drain man. Drain. Drain. Whoever didn't screw down the yeah. drain. Mm-hmm. Um, Marcus Ericsson on the hero list. His oh, tweets. Absolutely. His tweets were classic this weekend. <laughs> Uh, he was he was just trolling the entire paddock. McLaren uh, is heroes. Williams mechanics possibly as hero because they've had a hell of a job, haven't they? Oh no, Ferrari Ferrari strategists. Villain. Mm. Yeah, I'm with I'm with you on the Williams mechanics. Two two cars to rebuild mm. with no spares. <laughs> I'm going McLaren. Yeah, McLaren was, were were heroes. Yeah. yeah. Any other calls on villains? Can't even blame Grosjean for once. Probably can. He probably did something <laughs> just off camera. <laughs> just because you don't see a thief doesn't mean he's not one. <laughs> Was penalties, one villain. Penalties, penalties. Uh, yes, yeah. good call. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, right, how did we do on the predictions? Pretty fucking shocking. Yeah, we, will, we will. We uh, will. We will start with the people. What aren't here? I think I Ferrari'd it again, didn't I? I had just about a good round. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, we'll start with uh, we'll start with Dan. Dan, da, Dan, Dan. Seeing as he's not about. Dan. And Dan said. Dan, Dan said a Hamilton win. No. Verstappen second. Perez third. A point. Uh, last week's guest predictor was Mac Perry. Yes, Mac Perry. Who sent a tweet saying he's not good enough to be chief engineer. He was just a snark in the pit lane with a headset. Mattia Bonotto then. <laughs> uh, he went for a Hamilton win. Vettel second, Leclerc third. Two points. Uh, where do we go next? Sean, you said Verstappen win. Nope. Leclerc second. Nope. Hamilton third. I was waiting for more shenanigans. A point. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, was, I was also waiting for shenanigans. It's the wrong one. <laughs> the wrong ones. <laughs> yeah, I think I went very, very similar to Sean, didn't I? Uh, similar, but um, slightly better off. You went for a Hamilton win. Looked like second. Bottas third. Two so points. two points. Two points. Lee. Uh-oh. <laughs> a Hamilton win. Nope. Bottas second. Nope. Verstappen third. Oh, no. That was two, close. Two points. Mm. And me. A Hamilton win. Bottas second. Vettel third. Five points. I actually got it right. Good lord. I, also, I had I had a five pound bet, of not obviously on the podium for Lando, but I also snuck a fiver on him to win. And <laughs> only because... It was do, do, do you know how betting works? It's if you put a fiver on Lando to win... Eight thousand pounds I'd have got back. No, if you put a fiver on Lando to win... You lose a fiver. No, if if I'd have put if I'd have put a fiver on Lando to bet, which I might have done, and I had have won, I would have gone to Spain in two weeks' time. Yeah, that's a, that's the bet worth having for Baku. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. If you're going to go for an outrageous one, Baku is. I'm not going to do it next week. Like. No. <laughs> um, that puts me in the lead on 16 points. Lee, you're on 15. Chris, you're on nine. Guest predictors are on eight. Sean, you're on seven, and Dan is Williamsing it with six points. I'm all right with that because I was well off the back last year until about the summer break, and then I hit Hamilton, Hamilton. mode. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, I was like some kind of oracle, and I knew everything, and it was so, good. 
Four races in. We have Spain coming up in two weeks' time. And if you want to join in with the predictions, I will put the link up on social media and you'll be able to um, make your predictions for the Spanish Grand Prix. And you can actually change them before the event. Yeah, you know. and check out the championship on threelegsfourwheels.com. Yep, if you go to uh, go to the game section and you'll be able to see how you did. Uh, just looking at it quickly... We still have no change in the lead from last week. And I'm using the slowest PC that I own, but it's also the smallest and easiest to carry around with me. <laughs> um, in this light, it also looks like it's made of like bamboo. Yeah, I think it is. It's got a sort of textured effect on mm. it. I don't know why. Yeah, uh, Kiara Henley is still leading the championship, even with a uh, two-point Azerbaijan prediction. Oh, wow. Well done. So it's all to play for. I think there's about, about 200 and, uh, 210 different entries in there. So uh, thank you to everyone that's taken part. Uh, right. Do we have anything kind of newsworthy? Not really, do we? I don't think. Um, I guess given how much sort of coverage the Where's Ted has got, maybe mention the fact he has that turned up. He has. Sean, yeah. you can you can definitely tell yeah, me about he, this one. Yeah, he's going to be in the, uh, the the team covering the W Series, which is the, the women's only F3 thing that's starting soon-ish. Can't remember when. Is that Sky Sports F1 available? Is it next weekend? Channel 4. It's Channel 4 because basically David Coulthard is one of the organisers of it and he works for Channel 4. Well, he works for the company that sells things to Channel 4. It's also his production company, isn't it? It is. It's Whisper that that does it. So yeah, so it's going to be Ted Kravitz. Dodgy name for production. Whisper Films. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, So it's Ted Kravitz, David Coulthard, Lee McKenzie and someone I've never heard of. Whisper. <laughs> it's such. It's the wrong name for motorsport as well, isn't it? Really, because it's, it's not like, the wrong loud. name for pornography. That's the thing. They, they don't know that they do pornography. Two of the, two they of their main to. sports are motor racing mm-hmm. and American football. Yes, they don't whisper in either no. of them. No, <laughs> don't whisper in America. So yeah, if you're wondering where's Ted, there's Ted. Channel Four. Uh, right, shall we shunt it? Yes, let's do it. Bum 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 bum. Shunt. <laughs> this one was sent in by Fonz. Oh, excellent. Hey. Arthur Fonzarelli. <laughs> Fonz official. Fonz official. Yeah. Official Fonzarelli. <laughs> Not no fake Fonz. <laughs> um, first time shunter. Long time I, listener. Long I was time born. <laughs> I was born. Under a wandering star. <laughs> and in 1969. So someone who is... 50 this year uh, Schumacher was born in 1969 he was that is factually accurate I am known for my involvement in F1 Michael Schumacher was known for his involvement in F1 <laughs> I started racing in 2004 uh, and to this day I had 55 starts and 4 podiums so probably not Michael not Schumacher, Michael Schumacher. I'd like Who to guess. that's a late one that can't be a person that's, that's got to be a team be... that's got to be a team or yeah. a or a brand or um yeah. So what been, So what came into what came into racing in two thousand and four? Um, what were the numbers? Sorry, on there about the. When did BMW uh, Formula One team? Nineteen sixty nine birth, uh, two thousand and four start, fifty five race starts, four podiums. Oh, so no, fifty five race podiums. starts yeah. is is just over what two and a bit seasons. Um, back then you were looking at. 18 race so maybe season, three, so three, three a, season. 
Um, I think BMW have been around longer than 50 years. Yeah, well, I was. Uh, and, uh, well, BMW racing have been around was, longer than. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I was, that's years. what I was thinking. I was thinking of like a BMW sort of racing division or something. But yeah, but no, I think BMW were um, sports cars and rallies for mm. quite a while as well. First came into into from well into racing in two thousand and four. Um. Oh, could this be like if they came into racing but are not yet in? But at that point, had not yet been into um, what do you call it Formula One. Could we be looking at like Haas or something like that, or would they have a few more than fifty odd? Um, they'd have a few more, wouldn't they? I think in NASCAR has fifty odd races a season. Well, yes, I'm, I'm thinking specifically <laughs> about the F1 side. I think yeah, I might and also be... no F1 podiums as that's yet. true actually. Yeah, scrap that thought. Um, I think we'll have to have to hold. I guess off. Spiker. Spiker's an inch. But Spiker would be about the right time. We don't do hoagie guesses anymore. Oh, right. Let's just make anything up then. Um, Marussia. I don't think they've been around that long, but it'll do to move things along. Me Racing had a lot of critics. (laughs) Me Racing had a lot of critics. Me me Racing. (laughs) Okay. Just reading the England. <laughs> the England or Jamaica? It's in, no, it's in Fonzish, isn't You're it? You're racing out of critics. <laughs> for um, for anyone that's listening at the moment and wants to send in a total shunt, can you um, with the way that Lee's going with his bog roll, can you get a lot of H words in next <laughs> week? Because he'll be onto it by then, I reckon. <laughs> I had my first top ten finish in 2005, but could not run the whole season because of a crash in 2006. I could call. Um, because that doesn't make any mathematical sense <laughs> i had my first top 10 finish in 2005 <laughs> okay good but i could not finish the whole season because i have a cr- because of a crash in 2006 now that what? confuses me I a crash finish. from the future <laughs> Un- unless unless it was something <laughs> unless it was something that went 88 miles an hour over the over a season that spanned two years. Are you Doc Brown? <laughs> I'm going to remind you of Formula E and the way their championship runs. Oh, fuck. Um, Into walls. <laughs> <laughs> Formula uh, E. Because of a crash in random. 2006, I could call myself the, the highest paid driver. That's I'm going to ask for the next clue close. because I don't know that that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> what is that all one clue? So it's doing so. crashing and then crashing I mean, may, in the maybe, future maybe and then maybe supposed to be a, supposed to be a, a, a place in there. There is a word hyphenated in there, but I don't know whether that's just for me or for <laughs> use. So I'm going to keep it just for me. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is. I, I, I might give you that as a spaffer later because it's, <laughs> I, I don't. Think what, so. Where the hyphen goes. That's. <laughs> I was the voice of Mia and Tina in the movie Cars. Okay. Still never seen it. Shit. That's a. They sound like girls' names. You've got one more clue, haven't you? Mia and Tina. Yeah. Okay. I raced. I've raced in lower classes, Mini Challenge, Seat Leon, Super Cooper, and GT4. Don't guess at me all at once. 
Um, <laughs> absolutely less than nothing. I, <laughs> I do. I feel like I'm getting less clever with every question. Not just that I know less, that my general intelligence is going down. Um, Danica Patrick is the only female driver I can think of who would have been... She's not that old. No. She's nowhere near 50. She's not. Is she not? No. No, I, th- I think I think she first first started competing when she's when she was about twelve, oh, right, and yeah, she's no, just she's, been rammed that she's long. She's always been racing something, as far as I can. No, well, I think her um, I think her first Indy five hundred, she had to have wooden blocks on her feet so she could reach the pedals, <laughs> like short rammed in Temple of Doom. Are you are you ready for your next challenge? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> in twenty twelve, I won my class A two at the uh, at Dubai twenty four hours. Dubai 24 oh, hours oh. is karting. Is it, it? No, if it's like endurance, is it Patrick Dempsey? Oh, good call. Good call because it's a name. Because <laughs> he does pro am, doesn't he? So if his class is like A something. Yeah. In, in 1969, so he would have been starring in Dallas as a teenager. He's about 50 ish, isn't he? He's about that neck of the woods. Patrick Dempsey in Dallas. He was in Dallas, wasn't he? I thought he was in Grey's Anatomy. I'm only familiar with him as being in Grey's Anatomy. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong actor. Continue. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're thinking of Patrick Duffy. Yes, I am. <laughs> You're about as much up as these fucking clues. <laughs> Proceed. In Southport. <laughs> in 2015, I... Uh, this I is divorced. fucking South. In 2015, I divorced, but kept my husband's name. Not Patrick Dempsey. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um. I feel you are struggling. Really? (laughs) Whatever gives you that idea? Jodie Kidd? Is she 50? I don't think she's quite 50. I don't think Kidd is her married name. No, because um, I, I think she's no, because her, her dad was Johnny Kid, the show yeah, jumper. Yeah, I think she's your final clue. <laughs> my <laughs> microphone is dying. In 2019, my will is dying. <laughs> in 2019, my son will be driving in Formula Three. It is 2019. So Formula th- Formula Three is which one? Um. And I'm not convinced they got that right. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm not convinced. You know that hyphen you said you were going to give us as a spaffer? Yeah. Can we have it? Female. But again. <laughs> I have in my head, did Ralph Schumacher's wife do some racing? Oh, no, there's not another Schumacher coming through, is there? There, no, there is the David Schumacher. Oh, is, no. he's, he's in Asian Formula 3. With, um, like... Where are you getting this from, Oracle? I read the internet and I remember what, things. all of it? He's Oracle? In, it yeah, became, he's in... His he's name's in, Dave. He's called David. He was born premature. He was, like, really ill. Dave O'Shubo. 
but no, he's in he's in like the same series as um Mick Doohan's son and um I only know. Jamie Chadwick is in that one and there's loads of there's quite a few names in this one this. thing. I only know that Michael Schumacher's wife is called Karina, Car- is no, it? No, this is Ralph Schumacher's wife, I'm Yeah, I know, but, but I don't know what Ralph yeah, Schumacher I don't know what Ralph's <laughs> name is. <for> <laughs> But they, she, I'm sure she has definitely done some racing and they have split. And presumably for branding reasons, she would have kept hold of the name. Can we, can we just go with that as a final mm. guess? Mrs. Ralph Frau Schumacher. Schumacher. <laughs> What's her name? I don't know. Fraulein Schumacher. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I need a name. Mrs. What, what is a common lady's German name? I should take a punt on something. Ava. <laughs> Greta. <laughs> Unfortunately, Lee is now currently Googling German ladies, which, given his search, hin- search history, we do not want to see the results. I'm Ralph Schumacher's wife. Yes! <laughs> That'll do. Yes! Because I just, I just had to Google Cora Schumacher there. Is it Be- Cora? Yeah, because I didn't know whether she was Michael's wife or Ralph's wife. Or fucking with, Dave's with, wife. <laughs> That's weird that they're oh, both married Sean, to like well Cora done. and it's Corinna. Weird, you got it. <laughs> it was. I got it from the child in Formula Three. That's that's what gave it away. Well, but what did you do? Did you extract the memories from his fucking head, like the, your man from Heroes? <laughs> all I know about Michael Schumacher's wife is that she's very into horses. Yes. <laughs> Because so, we've talked about this yeah. before, oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah, he's into the rodeo. Yeah, they, yeah. Used to, they used to do horse dancing and rodeos yeah. together. Michael yeah. learned how to rodeo post-Formula 1, pre-Mercedes pre comeback. videos on YouTube. Yeah, I think yeah. we, did, um, we did it on one of the shows that you were I on. Think, earlier, I was going to say, we've definitely year. talked about this um, on the podcast. Yeah, I'm going to pass. <laughs> so, um, thank you, Fonzie. Mm. But yeah, David yeah, Schumacher amazing. definitely is a thing to keep an eye on. There will be another one. In, his way. in amongst the in amongst the England, he'd he'd written it there. He said, "Oh, I don't know whether you're going to use this one because it might be too hard." I thought, "No, I'll, I'll use it." <laughs> <laughs> uh, amazed, I'm my gas is flabbered. <laughs> is that he what would. you need your your toilet roll for? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it might be on might be onto I words at this rate. <laughs> um, bloody hell! How do you send in a total shunt? <laughs> you send me a PM on Twitter at a total shunt. A, 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 a direct private message. Yes, direct. Not a tweet. Pri- yeah, if you tweet me, then you're telling everyone that's not the idea of the game. No. <laughs> Give me the details on how to get hold of the rest of us later. But it is now Formula Lee results time. Woo. And this was a lap of Baku in the dry in the Force India. Um, I'm gutted. I, I finished just outside the bloody points. Yeah, well, don't be too good. If I still played, you'd have finished two points at two places outside the points. One, one place behind you. <laughs> um, decent, decent times this week. It was one thirty nine point one nine nine to get in the top twenty, and these people did. We got Adam Smith in twentieth, Chris Shales in nineteenth, Marcel Streak in eighteenth, Pablo Gonzalez seventeenth, Alberto Rolden sixteenth, James Nagel in fifteenth, Ken Lauderback fourteenth. Paul Large Simon, as distinct, in 13th. Do, that, jo- do, do that joke every week. Uh, Vitcher Camping in 12th. Because I like it. Uh, Santeri <laughs> Unasti, sorry, Onasti in uh, 11th. 
Top 10, Nick Betts in 10th, Kyle Armstrong 9th, Pete Bull 8th, Josh McCarthy in 7th. Bit of a change this week, Alessandro, Alessandro Popolani, only down in 6th place. That could open the championship up. Joe Marsh in 4th, Matthew Morrison, uh, sorry, Joe Marsh in 5th, Matthew Morrison in 4th. Top 3, Ricky Worrell, 137.388. Second place, Chris Olby, 137.771. And remembering to send his time in this week, Bradley Chambers, 136.880. Nice. Annihilated everyone by nearly a second. Um, Spain next, another two-week challenge. And we're going to have this one in the wet. And we're going to have it in a McLaren. Spain in the wet in a McLaren? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I think, uh, let's let's see how we go on this one. McLaren pre-upgrades. So you've got uh, got two weeks to get that one into us, and um, if you want to send any time, you can. If you're on PS4, you can send me a friend request at Pabstar. If you already have, I'll be able to get your time from the leaderboard, or send it on send it screenshot by email three legs four wheels at gmail dot com, or a direct message on Twitter at three legs four wheels. If you're on Xbox, I'm the lead underscore drummer. Is it lead dash drummer? <laughs> Lee underscore drama one hundred, aren't you? Yeah, I'm going to change it. I'm going to change it to a total shunt to a, to a total shunt. To be honest, tell you what, if you're on Xbox for this one, uh, get a screenshot and send your times in. That's mm. probably going to be easier. And then when Lee remembers what he's called. Also, <laughs> if anyone's interested, I'm going to start streaming racing games. So uh-huh. probably sometime this week, I'm going to start doing it Wednesday time. So if you're interested Something in that, come different. follow me on Twitter, and I'll be I'll be keeping you informed. Is Wednesday time like? British summertime, just more Wednesday. Yes. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> um, if you want to get in touch with us, obviously you've got the email address and the Twitter there, but you can get us on directly on Twitter. I'm at Pablo100. At Flood21. At Sean Cowper. At uh, uh, And Dan is at Dan Dankleton. Um, don't forget as well, there's the Patreon show that we record every week. All the uh, all the proceeds go into, uh, well, making this work and the costs associated with it. Yes, it's not cheap, so thank you to all those who do donate Patreon-wise. It, it isn't because it's coming up to annual annual returns time and we oh, have to no. pay for things like that. It's really <laughs> awful and ugh. we are not tax exiles. We have to pay the government things. Yeah. Um, yeah, massive thank you to everyone that's uh, signed up at Patreon. You can do that if you haven't already by going to patreon.com slash three legs, four wheels. We will be back next week. We'll be looking forward to Spain. I don't know how many of us or who of us are going to be here <laughs> next week because you can't tell from one week to the next. Get well soon, Dan. Yes. yes. Anyone joining yeah. in with that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Sorry, I was watching pictures of a bull attack a car. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that.